Hello, priatelia! Hello, friends! Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host, Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season three and episode four. Today I'm talking about one of my favorite towns, Žilina. In our Slovak lesson, we are going to go back to the present tense and learn the new verbs from our conversation. You are also going to learn how to say where would you like to go in Slovak. Tak, čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na to. Hello a vítajte. Hello and welcome again. I'm so glad to have you here. If this is the first time that you are here and you are new to learning Slovak language, I recommend starting with the trailer episode so you can build up your vocabulary. Please click the button subscribe or follow in your app podcast and later leave a review on Apple podcast about the part you enjoyed the most. I appreciate your feedback a lot. This is season three, so if you are really interested in learning Slovak language, I would recommend starting with the season one. If you just want to listen to my podcast for fun, it doesn't matter where you start. You can also search episodes by a topic. If you want to re-listen to your favorite part of this episode, go to the timestamps to skip to the section you are interested in. Check my website www.boženasslovak.com and Instagram at boženasslovak where I'm posting the pictures of what I'm talking about on my podcast. In my second episode of season three, I talked about five facts that you may not know about Slovakia. As I was listening to it last week, I realized that two of my facts mentioned the town of Žilina. One fact was about the world's first folk architecture preservation in Chichmani, and the other fact was about the world's youngest and the most accurate astronomical clock in Stara Bistrica. Well, Chichmani are 41 kilometers, that would be 25.5 miles from Žilina, and Stara Bistrica is even closer only 36 kilometers, which would be 22.4 miles. I know the town of Žilina pretty well. You see, my grandma's brother, we called him Uitso, used to live there. And I would spend a couple of days with my cousins in his apartment during the summer vacation. That was a lot of fun. So today I'm going to tell you about my favorite things in Žilina. Žilina is the fourth largest town in Slovakia. It is situated in the north Slovakia with a population of approximately 83,000 people. It is about 200 kilometers, that would be around 120 miles, north from Bratislava. And it is close to both the Czech and Polish borders. And just like Pittsburgh, PA... 
It is situated at the confluence of three rivers. The three rivers are the Vach, Kisutsa, and Raichianka. Three rivers. That explains why the city is called Jelina, as it means a place with many waterways. The first written reference to Jelina is from 1208 as a village, and it became a town around 1300. According to Wikipedia, King Charles I made Jelina a free royal town in 1321. The city started to grow around the old market area that was in the shape of a square, and it still is today. At the end of the 13th century, Germans immigrated to Jelina, and pretty soon a dispute arose between Slovaks and Germans about who should rule the town. So, in 1381, the Hungarian King Ludovic, or Louis I, issued Privilegium Pro Slavis. This guaranteed the rights of the Slovak inhabitants be equal to the Germans by allocating half of the seats at the town council to Slovaks. Fun fact 1. Did you know that the Privilegium Proslavis is the oldest written document of Slovak rights in Slovakia? These privileges, but also other historical events, were written in the Book of Žilina from the years 1378 and 1561. This book is a very significant legal and language document. It is written in three languages, Latin, German, and Slovak. The oldest existing record of the Slovak language at that time was written in this book in 1451. But before that, in 1431, the Hussites came by and burned the town down. It took a long time for the people of Žilina to rebuild their town, but they did it. The 16th and 17th centuries were a period of stability and economic development, professional and the commercial growth of the town. The end of the 17th century meant for Žilina, like for many other Slovak towns, the end of the economic prosperity and the social decline. That lasted until the second half of the 19th century, when new railway tracks were built and new factories started to spring up, such as the Fabric Factory Slovena in 1891, the Povaši Chemical Works in 1892, and so on. Today, Žilina is the fourth largest city in Slovakia, the third most important industrial center and the seat of university. Žilinska Univerzita, as we say it in Slovak, was founded in 1953 and is pretty unique in Slovakia. It provides education and research in the field of transportation and information technologies. After the South Korean car maker Kia Motors opened a major car plant in 2004, Žilina has seen a rapid growth. And talking about the industry, here is my fun fact too. Did you know that Jelina held a small world exhibition back in 1903? It was called the Industrial Exhibition of Upper Hungary and it showed the onset of dynamic Slovak entrepreneurs and freelancers. If you decide to visit Jelina, I recommend starting with its historical center. It has many historic buildings, small shops, cafes, 
and restaurants. In 1990, the historical center was largely restored. When walking through the city, you should not miss Andrei Helinka Square and Marian Square. Both were declared a municipal monument reserve. It is in those two squares that the greatest density of historical buildings is located. Personally, my favorite place in Jelina is Marianske Namestie, or Marian's Square, which is actually a square of approximately 100 by 100 meters. Marianske Namestie is the historical heart of Jelina. The first written mention of the square is in the Jelina book from 1464. It is assumed that the first houses on the square were wooden. After another big fire in 1521, the square was rebuilt in the Renaissance style. Originally, there were 40 houses around the square. They were owned by wealthy merchants and craftsmen who would sell their goods on the first floor and under the arcades and live with their families on the second and third floors. Today, the square has 32 houses and 106 arcade passages. Fun fact 3. Did you know that Jelina's arcade corridors are the largest and form the most continuous complex of covered streets in Slovakia? Just imagine continuous lines of arches in front of the first floors of all the houses around the square. I love it. It's very charming and unique. When we were children, we appreciated them, especially on rainy days. We would run into the corridors, or laubne, as locals call them, and play our games under the arcades. I'm going to post the pictures of those corridors on my Instagram so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay, moving on. In addition to the corridors, there are other sites in Marianske Namestie. First, I have to mention the Church of St. Paul the Apostle with its monastery as it dominates the square. The church was built around 1654 by the Jesuits in the Baroque style with a single nave. It has three floors and two towers. The original Gothic cellars under the church are very interesting. They are known as the catacombs and they can surprise anyone with their size and mystery. Not long ago, only a few people knew what was hidden under the church. Initially, the cellar serves as mass graves, then as a place to store food. During the Second World War, they saved Jewish children from deportation to concentration camps. Today, they are a tourist attraction. If you decide to take a tour of them, be prepared to walk through the original dark and damp corridors with musty air. Some of the side corridors are collapsed and no one knows what hides behind the collapsed walls. The original walls of the cellars were made of stone and wooden boards centuries ago, but the wood is gone as it burned during one of the many fires that affected Jelina. One of the other tourist attractions in the square is the Old Town Hall, or Radnica in Slovak, first time mentioned in historical documents in 1508. This building underwent many reconstructions from the original Gothic style through Renaissance, Baroque to Art Nouveau style. 
Today, it has 14 bells on its wall, which were added only in 1990. When I was there last time, with the stroke of the hour, the bells played a short melody of some folk songs. By the way, this building also has original Gothic cellars. Going back to the middle of the square, you can find the Baroque statue of the Virgin Mary called the Immaculata. It was erected in 1738. There are also two wells on the square from the 18th century. Near the manor house, you can find one with a depth of 12.7 meters, that would be 41 feet, and the other with a depth of 10.4 meters, approximately 34 feet, is located on the opposite side of the square. You know what? I've just realized that this episode is getting too long. On my list, I still have a couple of more places in Jelina that are worth mentioning, but I will talk about them in my next episode. Now, let's get into our Slovak lesson. In a few last episodes, we were practicing the past tense of Slovak verbs. Today, in our Slovak lesson, we are going back to the present tense to practice it and learn new verbs from our conversation. You are also going to learn how to say, where would you like to go? Let's start with the new vocabulary. Počúvajte a zopakujte number one, ísť von, meaning to go outside. Repeat, ísť von. One more time, ísť von. Number two, báč sa, meaning to be afraid of. Repeat, báč sa. One more time, báč sa. Number three, rostopičsa, meaning to melt. Repeat, rostopičsa. One more time, rostopičsa. Number four, ublížičsi, meaning to hurt oneself. Repeat, ublížičsi. One more time, ublížiť si. Number five, skryť sa, meaning to hide. Repeat, skryť sa. One more time, skryť sa. Number six, detské ihrisko, meaning playground. Repeat, detské ihrisko. One more time, detské ihrisko. Number seven, radnica, meaning town hall. Repeat, radnica. One more time, radnica. Number eight, kostol, meaning church. Repeat, kostol. One more time, kostol. Number nine, klaštor, meaning monastery. Repeat, klaštor. And our short phrase for today, number ten, kde byste chceli ísť, meaning where would you like to go. Repeat, chceli 
ist. In the beginning of the sentence, gdzie byście? In the whole sentence, gdzie byście chceli ist? One more time. Gdzie byście chceli ist? Alright, short conversation is next. This conversation takes place in an unspecified apartment between grandmother and her grandchildren on a rainy day. Počúvajte. Babka, môžeme ísť von? Vonku prší. My sa dažďa nebojíme. A aj tak, neroztopíme sa. Nie sme z cukru. Viem, viem. Kde by ste chceli ísť? Na detské ihrisko. Tam nie. Všetko je tam mokré. Ešte si ublížite. Môžeme ísť do parku. Skrieme sa pod stromy. Nie, ani tam nie. Pod stromami prší dvakrát. A čo tak lábne? Tam neprší. Dobre, ale nebuďte dlho. Nebudeme. Čau, babi. Alright, let's go from the top. A sentence by sentence number one. Babka, môžeme ísť von? Meaning, grandma, can we go outside? Repeat, ísť von. Next, môžeme ísť von? And the whole sentence. Babka, môžeme ísť von? Number two. Vonku prší, meaning it's raining outside. One more time. Vonku prší. Number three. My sa dažďa nebojíme, meaning we are not afraid of rain. Repeat. Nebojíme. Next, dažďa nebojíme. And the whole sentence, my sa dažďa nebojíme. Next, a aj tak neroztopíme sa, nie sme z cukru. Meaning, And anyway, we won't melt, we are not made from sugar. So, like three little short sentences, so let's break them down. The last one, repeat, nie sme z cukru. One more time, nie sme z cukru. Next, nie sa. One more time, neroztopíme sa. And the beginning, a aj tak, meaning, and anyway, repeat, a aj tak. And the whole sentence, a aj tak, neroztopíme sa, nie sme z cukru, meaning, and anyway, we won't melt, we are not made from sugar, repeat. A aj tak, neroztopíme sa, 
nie zme z cukru. Number four. Viem, viem, meaning I know, I know. Repeat. Viem, viem. Next. Kde by ste chceli ísť, meaning where would you like to go? Repeat. Kde by ste chceli ísť? One more time. Kde by ste chceli ísť? Number five. Na detské ihrisko, meaning to the playground. Repeat. Na detské ihrisko. One more time. Na detské ihrisko. Number six. Tam nie. Všetko je tam mokré. Ešte si ublížite. Let's break this into short sentences. Tam nie. Meaning not there. Repeat. Tam nie. Next. Všetko je tam mokré, meaning everything is wet there. Repeat. Všetko je tam mokré. One more time. Všetko je tam mokré. Next. Ešte si ublížite, meaning you can get hurt. Repeat. Ešte si ublížite. One more time. Ešte si ublížite. Number seven. Môžeme ísť do parku. Meaning we can go to the park. Repeat. Môžeme ísť do parku. One more time. Môžeme ísť do parku. Next, skrieme sa pod stromy, meaning we will hide under the trees. Repeat, pod stromy. Next, skrieme sa. And the whole sentence, skrieme sa pod stromy. Repeat. Skrieme sa pod stromy. Number eight. Nie. Ani tam nie. Meaning no, not there either. Repeat. Nie. Ani tam nie. Next. Pod stromami prší dvakrát. Meaning it rains twice under the trees. Repeat. Prší dvakrát. Next. Pod stromami. And the whole sentence. Pod stromami prší dvakrát. Number nine. A čo tak laubne? Meaning, how about the corridors? Repeat, laubne. 
Next, a čo tak laubne? Next, tam neprší. Meaning, it doesn't rain there. Repeat, tam neprší. One more time, tam neprší. Number 10. Dobre, ale nebuďte dlho. Meaning all right, but won't be long. Repeat, nebuďte dlho. And the whole sentence. Dobre, ale nebuďte dlho. Number 11. Nebudeme. Meaning we won't. Repeat. Nebudeme. One more time. Nebudeme. And the last greeting. Ciao, Bobby. Meaning, bye, Grandma. Repeat. Ciao, Bobby. All right. To je všetko pre dnešok. That is all for today. I recommend that you listen to the Slovak lesson a couple of times to reinforce the learning of the language. Download the episode so you can go back to them as many times as you need. And don't just passively listen to the Slovak words or sentences. Please repeat them out loud. Yes, I know, I already said it. I also recommend recording yourself and listening to your recording to hear how your pronunciation is. This way you can get some feedback on it right away. If you have any questions, send it to my email hello at boženaslovak.com. Check my website www.boženaslovak.com. Also check my Instagram at boženaslovak where I am posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcasts. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am so grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. Check out the notes about my podcast and please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. Thank you. And until I hear from you again, ciao. Ďakujem a do počutia.